Investor intelligence provides general information only. You should consider seeking independent advice to see how this information relates to your unique circumstances. Please refer to the terms and conditions available at investorintelligence.com.au for more. Guys, welcome and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Investor Intelligence, brought to you by the team at The Property Mentors. It's your weekly podcast for all things investment and hosted by me, Phoebe Zakowski-Wallace. Today's episode is part two of my chat with Andrew Purdy. So Andrew wears many hats, but is a bit of a household name here in Australia for being a property developer. So picking up where we left off, in this part, he talks about his launch of the Purdy Foundation, the upcoming launch of his own podcast, The Hidden Philanthropist, and he ends on his key piece of advice for anyone who wants to get into property developing. Uh, If you haven't already, jump back and check out episode one, and I hope you enjoy. So let's talk a little bit, we were talking a little bit before about um, your foundation before we started recording. Um, but tell me about the Purdy Foundation. So I guess that's why I just said in 10 years' time, my, my vision will be social housing. Mm. Is, I could see the know, connection I'm, I'm transitioning at the moment um, from keeping my business running and, and implementing the people and the strategy in there to to make it hum along and keep running whilst I step back from it a bit and I transition into my path of um of my philanthropic path, my path of charity, which is what really resonates with me at the moment. So I guess it's that recognition and realisation that that money, well, for me, everyone has different drivers. I mean, money makes lots of people really happy. Mm. It it doesn't make me miserable. Um, But (laughs) for me, it's no longer about this, this, you know, trying to accumulate massive wealth that's, it's about helping others less fortunate and, and helping people that need help and and making sure my business continues to run and mm-hmm. be successful. Um, but I guess, yeah, success for me and what success looks like is, is changing at the moment. So mm-hmm. there's corporate success. There's su- Success can be measured in, in so many different ways and at the moment success for me looks like how I can go out there and make a difference and, and, and help people where I can help them. So I started up the Purdy Foundation which I thought was, I thought was going to be this vehicle that that I put money into and and then went and helped people. But as I continued to evolve with the foundation, I realised that it wasn't that easy and there was challenges to it. And I wanted to, um, I knew what I wanted to do. I, I mean, I wanted to get money to the coalface of issues that that I I saw as something that resonated with me and I was passionate about. I didn't really know how to do that. Mm. I went and started talking to other charities, um, and and some of them, some of them I work hand in hand with now. Some of them didn't really resonate with me, but yeah, I just realised that that what I had thought, and it goes back to like the property development career and everyone's career. I mean, you start something and you learn, don't you? You go sure, into, yeah. if you go into something and think you know everything, you're a fool. <laughs> so I, I sort of went in with eyes wide open and, and realised pretty quickly that. 
firstly, I knew I had capacity to earn money and raise money. Um, what I what I learned was I didn't have the capacity or, or the time or the manpower to to deliver that money to the cold face of the problems that I, I wanted to help. So I pretty quickly learned that I was best raising the money or donating the money or bringing in the money and then partnering up with people that that maybe had different strengths to me. So okay. that would be charities that don't have the ability to be able to make money or earn money or, or they need money, but they do have the manpower and they do have the capacity mm. to deliver at, at the face of the problem. Yeah. So, yeah, I went on this cool journey about dealing with different charities and talking to different people and, and talking to people that had dedicated their life to charity or had dedicated part of their life to charity and super cool journey. It's something that, that I... Repeating myself, but I recognise I, I don't know everything about it. In fact, I know very little about it. But that's my next part of my of my journey is learning and yeah. and seeing where that takes me. How exciting! I can't wait to see where that goes. That just sounds amazing. It's cool. It's cool. I think it's it's nice that, that you know I've got this business that sits over there that I'm still really passionate about and yeah. I enjoy. But I'm I'm finding new things in life that I'm passionate about. Mm, mm. And the last thing I want to talk about, which I'm quite excited for as well, uh, you have your own podcast coming out soon and called The Hidden Philanthropist. I've actually had to practice saying that word a couple of times so I could say it properly. <laughs> you know how many times I'm in my own podcast and I stuff it up so I don't feel bad. It's a, it's a prick of a word sometimes, you know. It is, it is. <laughs> but tell me about that. What kind Absolutely, of podcast? You know what? I was part of the journey. I, I stumbled on it. I had no intention at all of doing a podcast. In fact, truth be told, it was – only very, very recently that I listened to my first podcast. So I'd never listened to a podcast before. Um, but what I did know was that as I was going out and meeting these people, they had really, really cool stories to tell. And I think that my my biggest driver, my initial driver, which is no longer my biggest driver, my initial driver was go out and talk to these people and see how they did it, mm. see what the charity or philanthropic aspect of their businesses and their lives looked like. But what I what I ended up finding out or realizing is that these people have a really cool story to tell. But in life, there is nothing uglier, or I think mm. there is nothing uglier than pushing your own agenda. So it's very hard to it's very hard for these people. I mean, a lot of these people are really high net worth people. Um, that and not all of them, but but a lot of them are high net worth people, industry leaders. Um, some of them are sports people, some of them are business people, some of them are um, you know, from all these different walks of life. And there's often an intense, um, um, you know, there's often this this extreme media hunger, this extreme media need to grab them and put them on the front of the paper. But it's always for the wrong reasons. It's like, right. you know, like Lindsay Fox, for an example, I always use this analogy, but Lindsay Fox goes down and lands his helicopter on the Mornington Peninsula, all the residents are up in arms. The Herald Sun put it on the front page of the paper. Very hard for Lindsay Fox to ring up the paper and go, you know what, I landed my helicopter on the beach on the weekend, but I also donated $10 million to charity last year. So let's do an article on that and mm. let's talk about the children's hospital or the, the oncology was the children's with cancer, all these incredible things that these families do. Um, but they, they just simply can't push their own agenda. Um and, and as I was talking to them and, and listening to how cool their stories are, mm. I'm like, you know what? You 
you might feel uncomfortable and you might not have the mechanism or the platform to be able to go and push your own agenda, but I'm going to push it for you. Yeah. So if I come to you and I say to you, you know what, I see what you do or I've read about it or I've had a chat with you and I've listened to what you do and it's an incredible story and today I'm here to talk to you about it. Mm. Let's talk about it. You know, I can extract their story from them and I can get it out there and and, and some of these people that are, you know, potentially not always recognised for the amazing things they do in their life, they're recognised for kissing a celebrity, they're recognised for going through a divorce, they're recognised for getting caught speeding mm. or... But, but, you know, it's time to recognise these people for the amazing work that they do. So um, these chats with people have organically turned into a podcast. That's amazing. And what a fantastic platform for them to be able to, you know, as you said, just push, you know, not push their agenda but talk about themselves because I think even in a lot of people's personal lives they don't like to put themselves forward but especially when they, you know, they've got these um, business ideas and all that. It's There is this kind of air of embarrassment that people have of pushing their, you know, their baby Absolutely. forward. And, yeah, something it's like a podcast is such a fan. And there will definitely be no shortage of guests for you, so that's exciting. I've, I've had some super cool guests, um, so that's that's exciting. That will come out next year. Um, yeah, and, and that's, you know what, I think it's nice to – it's nice to talk to these people and clarify at the very start of the conversation. I'm, I'm not interested in your marriage, your divorce. I'm not interested mm. in your wealth. I'm not interested in this. I'm not interested in that. Like we're here today to talk about what you do for mm. other people and why you do it and yeah. how it makes you feel. And and I think at the end of each podcast we have this little bit where we can show people how they can engage with each of these charities because I think there's – so I think I'm starting to see now that there's a huge amount of people out there that are willing to help. Yeah. Um, and people don't need to help with money. In fact, it's quite often, um, you know, those pe- these people have got a lot of money and, and they're prepared to donate a lot of money. Mm. But a lot of these charities simply don't have the, the hands to help. And you, so, you know, people can donate time. People can donate intellect. People can can donate all food, they can donate all these things. It doesn't need to be money. And and now I'm realising that there is a lot of people out there willing to do that. They just don't know how. Mm-hmm. So I guess part of the hidden philanthropist is firstly listening to all these cool people and, and the amazing things they do. But secondly, it's teaching people that if you've got a willingness to help, you can, you can do it. It's This is how you do it. Get mm-hmm. out there, give back, give back in, in whatever way you can. But... You know, if these people that are that are really time poor and, and running super busy, you know, if they can give back and they can give their time, mm. you know, we can all do something. Mm. We can all do something to help and, and it, you know, it feels good to help other people and it needs to be more of that. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. Can you give us a little teaser of any of the, the guests? Not yet. That, no, not yet? No. I have told you off air. But <laughs> you told me off air. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. No, I'm super excited to hear that. So, Andrew, my last question for you, and I think you've actually kind of answered it before, but just in case you've uh, changed your mind in the last 10 minutes or so, if you were mentoring someone who wanted to get into development, yeah, what would your key piece of advice be? Do you know what? My key piece of advice would change, has changed over the last few years, mm. and that would be like unless you're super, super, super passionate about development, Make it happen organically. You need banks are so so hard now on debt serviceability. Um, you know, 
if you're in a job and you're making good money, mm. start small, start slow, start organically, um, and, and and do your research. Knowledge is you, to build a couple of townhouses. Um, you don't need to know everything, but do as much research as you possibly can because knowledge will mitigate risk. Yeah. And if you're at school at the moment, study hard and get a job that pays well because if you've got good income, you can do property. If you don't have income, um, I mean development, property development without a job that, that has decent income these days is, is very, very, very difficult. Okay. Unless you've got a lot of money, um, like massive equity in property or a huge inheritance, like unless you've got a big lump of money, mm. um, you know, very hard just to go and buy a, a property and develop it and be a developer. Banks mm. hate it. So okay. so stick at your job, um, have good income. That is my first piece of advice because income outside of development is is the key to, to successfully getting into into the development space. Mm, fantastic. So where can people go to find out more about you or, the, you know, the Purdy Foundation or anything else? Yeah, good question. So obviously we've got a website up. For a lot, for you know, until a year ago, I don't think I, I really didn't even ever have a website. Um, we've got a website up at the moment. You've got a beautiful website, by the way. Um, yeah. I've got so bennettwilliams.com.au. We've got a website, and then within the next couple of months, uh, I'll have andrewperdy.com.au, which will have the hidden philanthropist and, and my family's foundation on there and, and socials. So mm. I usually Bennett Williams posts a fair bit of stuff on there about their projects and mm-hmm. and on Andrew Purdy's Insta, I, I post a bit about the, the hidden philanthropist. Yeah, amazing. Well, Andrew, it's been so nice to meet you. Uh, I'm so excited to hear where all your endeavours go. It's been so nice to hear about them, you know, up until this point. Luke has always spoken so highly of you, so I was very excited to, to get you on today. Um, the work you're doing is just amazing, and as I said, I can't wait to see what, what the future holds. Uh, and I don't want this to sound really gimmicky. First and foremost, it's been a pleasure. I've loved coming on your podcast, but what I will say is the property mentors have been part of my journey since, you know, when I, when I say the start. Luke's been a part of my journey for a long, long time now, so maybe not in the development space, but if you're looking at getting into investing, um, the property mentors have been with me since since the start or, or pretty close to it. So um, reach out to those guys, have a chat with them. They're the ones that are going to help you on on how to, to get into the investing space. Mm, so I didn't even have to pay him to say that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. Thanks it's been a pleasure. Me. If you found this episode or any of our episodes helpful, please make sure to share and leave a rating to help us reach more people on their investing journeys. And of course, subscribe to be notified when new episodes drop. Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at Investor Intelligence Podcast. You can find links to our other socials in the show notes, including a link to the Property Mentors weekly blog. If you're ready to get your property portfolio in shape for financial freedom, check out Luke's latest book, Property Fit. You can get yourself a copy at www.propertyfitbook.com.au.